Glenn Fittick's Riches 25 campaign aims to challenge the historically unitary and largely misinterpreted vision of wealth and what it means to live a life of riches that is commonly displayed in culture. Riches 25 breaks from the single malt scotch whiskey norm and helps redefine what it means to be rich. The launch of the Glenn Fittick Riches 25 is a curation of 25 individuals that challenge traditional notions of wealth and express an alternate idea of what it means to live a life of riches. For me, it's about fulfilling work and flexibility in my time and nobody breathing down my neck except for you, Jen. And when there's too much breathing, I reach for my Glenfiddich 23. I want it to be old enough to have its own scotch if it wants to. Skillfully crafted, enjoy responsibly. Glenfiddich 2021, imported by William Grant & Sons, Inc., New York, New York. When I gamble, I always look for a way to get an edge. You do, too. Well, at my bookie, they double your first deposit. Boom, there's your edge. You start with a huge leg up. Use promo code ZABE, Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo. Sign up now, and your first deposit bonus with MyBookie has you off and running. That will kickstart a winning season. This weekend, lay the points maybe with Arizona. Can they bounce back from their loss to Green Bay? How about the top offenses in the league and the Titans and the Rams going toe-to-toe Sunday night? You want to smash the over or play the other way and go under? Don't just take my word for it. Head to my bookie and sign up now using promo code ZABE to get your money doubled and start winning today. Remember, good friends don't let friends gamble alone and without an edge. So get your buddies signed up at my bookie and you can receive a 250% bonus on their first deposit. Plus, it's unlimited to redeem so all of your friends can join the party at my bookie. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with my bookie. Today on the Zapecast, when did Howard Stern become such a yenta? Biden channels his inner Karnak the Magnificent. The Raiders sure can't judge character now, can they? Notorious J.A.Y. joins me and I'll get the Travis Scott 101 for hopeless middle-aged white guys. Your 40-minute uncensored Zabe Express is locked and loaded, so buckle up and let's go! <laughs> Here we go! Tuesday, November 9, 2021. Thank you for downloading. Howard Stern is worth $650 million. He is 67 years old, has a second wife who is only 49. He's got life by the balls, and yet he's apparently afraid to leave the house. And he's not much of a rebel anymore, if he ever really was one. But when did the king of all media become the queen of all (laughs) sorry i stole that from the internet i saw somebody else mention that but oh my god listen to this take on aaron Rodgers. i was so worked up over the weekend about this fucking uh, Aaron Rodgers of the NFL. I don't even know where to begin with that story. I mean, this fucking guy, I don't watch football. Sorry, I'm not a big fan. I know the guy's a real good football player. That's why they put up with his bullshit. If I yeah, ran the NFL... He's going to be a Hall of Famer, so yeah, you know that he's important to the franchise. If I was the... Uh, you know, if there was decency in this world... You know, I would throw this guy out of the football league so fast. What he did to his fellow teammates and, you know, bravo, Terry Bradshaw for what you said and everyone else who's got half a brain in this country. But this fucking guy, they should throw him out of the league so fast with the guy who crashed his car at 153 miles an hour. And some poor lady, this guy, some poor lady was walking her dog and the dog and the lady burned up in his car. Because he hit him. And uh, she they, the last words out of her were just screams of pain from the fire. Mm. I mean, he's facing 40 years in jail. It should be a life sentence. I mean, he just essentially just killed someone with his car. But he sh- Notice he hasn't, Stern hasn't stopped to go, wait a minute. Am I really putting Rodgers in the same sentence as Henry Ruggs? He thrown out of the league, which he was, I assume. No, I just and, was uh, Aaron Rodgers, come on, dude. Really? Dude. You know, that whole bullshit game. Yeah, I have the antibodies. Now, first of all, 
I don't know where these guys get their information from. They refuse. He he. At the press conference, he said he got his information from uh, Joe Rogan. He didn't actually say that, but he said he's been talking to Rogan. Well, to respect a, Joe Rogan, why would a, a you guy, go to Joe Rogan with a medical problem? Yeah, you, you got doctors who study in medical school. I don't know what has happened to this country. What has happened to you, Howard Stern? I mean, come on, king of all media. Of course, he's really just the king of radio, and he made an absolute killing, and I envy of that. But he's not really the king of all media. He can't write for what I understand. Has he written anything? I guess he wrote a book or had a book written with his help. Does he write screenplays? Does he write a column? Does he write a blog? He had a TV show. It was short-lived, but that's, you know, even Rush Limbaugh couldn't get a TV show stood up and running because it's a totally different beast. Incredible empire built on being a juvenile in a grown-up man's body all these years and now listen to him. Ufa, as he would say. King of all media. Unbelievable. State Farm is sticking with Aaron Rodgers. The number of people on social media that were hoping he would be dropped by State Farm is just insane. And the, and the gleeful, you're next, State Farm. Let's go. And they say cancel culture is not real. State Farm's comments and statement is very simple. We respect Aaron and his... Uh, you know, we respect the fact he's got views that we don't necessarily agree with, but he's been a good spokesman for our brand, blah, blah, blah. It's a great statement. Cut, paste, put that statement out every time going forward. One of these companies is like, oh no, oh no, there's social media backlash. What are we going to do? Oh, let's just burn to the ground a relationship, an endorser, because we're worried about what someone's going to say on the internet, which will go away in a day or two because... Nothing lasts. Everything just washes down the river of, of absurd. Oh, and uh, this is a fun game. Where's Gavin Newsom, the governor of California? He's been missing for, for more than two weeks. He is a politician who loves to be out in the public. He was going to go to the climate summit because, you know, California, its economy is larger than a uh, hundred or more countries. It's uh, GDP. He didn't go to that. He said he would participate in some of the events virtually, and he has not been seen or heard from in damn near two weeks right after his last public appearance, which was getting the booster shot. Coincidence? Uh, Could be. Could be just with family. But man, has he gone deep. Hunt for Red October underground, underwater right now. So too has Jen Psaki after she tested positive for coronavirus after... Um, being vaccinated, the White House press secretary does press briefings, I think, every day, or at least had. She's been gone, no explanation there for quite some time. I hope she's okay, by the way. Of course, all this after Pete Buttigieg took two months off for paternity leave in the middle of a supply chain clusterfuck, the like of which the likes of which we've never seen. Nice work if you can get it, right? And I worry about taking a Monday or a Friday off from this stupid podcast during football season. Man, I got to readjust myself. I got to get that government mindset. Oh, yeah, all the while, OSHA has drafted this order for vaxxing that is in response to a so-called grave danger. They waited two months to actually write it up from the time Biden announced it. Lawyers, obviously, had to try to make it as airtight as possible. And they're not going to put it in place for two more months. Crave danger. Who believes this bullshit? You don't. Certainly you can't. You smart and good-looking listeners of mine. I stole that from Drew and KB. Oh, and today Biden said businesses should just go ahead and ignore the appeals court that put a halt, a temporary halt to this saying, yeah, we're not sure this is actually going to stand when it's all said and done legally. Biden's like, nah, just fuck, ignore them. Just keep going. Imagine. The exploding heads if Trump was doing all of this. Of course, there's a pile of states and lawsuits waiting for it, and it may survive all of them. Who knows? But, well, this is, this is Joe Biden's America, people. He's at 37% approval. And it's probably really lower than that. It's lowest ever recorded at this stage of a presidency, not even a year in. And he supposedly got the most votes in history, so I don't know. All of those are facts, no opinions. Do with it what you wish.
I'm not going to say he's not funny at times, unintentionally funny. He ended his presser the other day with this, a Karnak the Magnificent moment where he just closed his eyes. First of all, he said, I'm going to get in trouble for answering another question, which is a, such a weird thing like, oh my God, I, I, I can't answer any more questions. You're the president. Answer as many as you see fit. I'm going to get in trouble for this. Anyway, so he didn't know who to call on. So he closed his eyes, waved his hands, and said, here, I'm just going to point. You guys can figure out who I called on. I can take, I'm going to get in real trouble. This is the last question I'm taking. You can decide who I'm pointing to. (laughs) Unbelievable. And the press corps doesn't say shit. You would think in a rational world, they would be like, hold on a second. Yeah, we're Democrats deep down. I mean, of course, we're liberal. But fuck, we're trying to do a job here. This guy is a complete clown. We need to tighten this up. You'd think they'd be writing article after article after article. They're not. They don't, they don't care. Imagine Biden's approval rating if there wasn't all this media interference for him. Hoofa. All right, time for our man, Notorious J-A-Y. New phone, who this? A hypothetical question for you, Jay. Ready? Hypothetically speaking, yes. These expensive $1,200 plus supercomputers sitting in our pockets all day, tracking mm-hmm. our every move, scouring mm-hmm. data from us at all times mm-hmm. in ways we can't comprehend. They're called smartphones, right? Mm-hmm. So how come then when I use Siri, the voice assistant, to send a text message, it asks me, what number do you want me to send this to? Mobile or home? Hey, you <laughs> dumb fucking phone. What do you think? Figure it out. I labeled one of them mobile for a reason. Well, use your brain if you got one, as Boss Hog once said. And that's all I have to say about that. Well, while we're bitching, may I bitch about Facebook for a second? Please do. So, a month ago, I was put in Facebook jail for a week. Oh, oh, oh no. Would, would, you, would you like to know why? Well, it couldn't be for spreading right-wing conspiracy rumors. That wouldn't well, be you. No, no. So, my buddies and I, we were quoting some of our favorite lines from movies. It was like, this oh. one, go. This one, go. And one of my favorite lines ever in any movie is from from uh, Smoking the Bandit. When I get home, I'm going to punch your mama in the mouth. That is my, <laughs> and I posted that, and I was put in Facebook jail because that was spreading violence. Oh my god! Yes, I thought it was going to be this scene from Forty Year Old Virgin. I know that you're gay. Uh, you like the movie made in Manhattan? You know I know you're gay? How? I saw you make spinach dip in a loaf of sourdough bread. You know I know you're gay? How? You have a rainbow bumper sticker on your car that says, I love it when balls are in my face. That's gay? <laughs> Can't make that movie anymore. I believe when somebody, I think because I heard you listening to Coldplay, was that one? Yeah. I, I think that, yeah, yeah. yeah. You can't. Um, yeah, you, your gay stuff. Ne- you cannot say so long, gay boys, which just makes oh, me laugh because, from, because from, it comes out of Chow's mouth. Oh yes. my God! Yes, I, one I, of the I know one of the best ever from history of the world. No, history of the world, or oh no, the, um, from um, oh shit, um, Cleavon Little and Gene Wilder and. Oh God, Harvey Corman! Come on, what's uh, what's the Mel Brooks movie? Um, uh, hist- you know, by the way, they're making a History of the World Part Two. That, that was movie the- was so fucking funny, right? Oh. And so, you remember at the end of it, there was a teaser for the sequel, 
Yes. And now 40, was, 40 yeah. years in the making, they're apparently going to make it. It may be a streamer only, but they're going to make it. One of them was Hitler on Ice, I believe. Was yes, one of Hitler the history on of the Ice. World. Yes, it was. Yes. Here was, here was Dr. Chow. Not Dr. Chow. I call him Dr. Chow. Here was Mr. Chow in Hangover 1 saying, so long, gay boys. So long, gay boys. Gay boys. I'm not blazing saddles. When Dom DeLuise goes, okay, baggage, that's another great one. Yeah, but no, you never use that again. Definitely cannot say that. So, I, am I wrong? So, I guess Leslie Chow was on College Game Day, not this weekend, but the weekend before. Did you mm-hmm. see that? I did not see it. I, I've kind of tuned out to my College Game Day. I, I don't know why. Really? I, I used to. It used to be appointment viewing to me. From whence will you get your Desmond Howard fix? Oh God, he's terrible. <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know who said, oh, Desmond, we got to have him. He's terrible. Well, at some point, that show has to end. And no, it's it now. Yeah, it does. Everything ends, Jay. How many episodes of College Game Day have there been, do you think? I'm looking it up right now. I know they, ta- they talked about when it started in like 93. It was, it was the. Um, it was the uh, Notre Dame Florida State game. I think was the first one, ninety three, yeah. ninety four, ninety three. Yeah. It's so it's run for damn near thirty years. It's approaching Gunsmoke territory. So I wish they had a big number on it here. I've got to read paragraphs, 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 paragraphs. Uh, Do you know that last weekend they didn't have the Hello Cincinnati? Because they hadn't envisioned Cincinnati ever hosting College Game Day, even though the big and rich song says we rolled through Cincinnati for some of that skyline chili, which I guess is the legendary chili of Cincinnati, Ohio. Speaking of my hatred, by the way, uh, big and rich. (laughs) Do you hate that song or do you hate the group? I hate big and rich. I hate Cowboy Troy. Uh, he, he is everything, uh, when he, I, I read it and, and here's the only reason I hate them because I read an interview about big and rich and their they have some stupid name for their little posse, even though, um, Gretchen Wilson, I met her. What's Gretchen Wilson. Wow. Batching. Okay. Batching. Okay. But, tell me, tell me you don't like the song though. I mean, you gotta love no, the song as a no. perfect, no, 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 come on. No, 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 no I don't. I don't. But anyway, Cowboy One little ching in your yang yang. One no. little zing in your pang pang. No, it's Sit-tay. no. Cowboy Troy called it hip hop. through. Come on, I wanted Jay. to kick him in the fellas. Come no, on, I hate that song. It's twangy. It's brassy. It's I, it's bouncy. Gets you well, fired up on a Saturday morning for some college football. Country music is the music to me that is in the uh, in hell's waiting room. <laughs> okay, well, we're going to get to rap. We're going to get to Travis Scott in a second. Travis Scott 101. But let me just finish this point about College Game Day. You say that your yes. appetite for it has waned. Yes. You and I, as 50-somethings now, have yes. to constantly check our own calibrations of, is this thing I used to love in sports not as good, or am I just getting old and cynical? Because we've done more laps around the sports track, right? Yes, yes. Starting in September, glorious football, you know, baseball playoffs, you know, basketball starting. Is it just we've we've done we've done this lap uh, too many times and we're starting to get lose its luster or has the thing that we once loved genuinely kind of jumped the shark? I still know. I no, I think it's I still love college football. I won't ever stop. But, but college I, game I, day you're not as locked yeah, in. In I part because stand, they've been to- everywhere a jillion yeah. times. I will stay up and watch college football final though. That's a good one. The helmet stickers. Yeah. Yes, I like that. But I but college. I mean, I hate to say this. Coach Corso has kind of run oh, its course. Well, and Coach I love Corso's, Lee Corso. He's he liked Dick Vitale hanging on by a thread health wise. Yeah, I you know. know. Lee Corso I know. Had a serious health scare. Prayers up I'm, for Dick Vitale undergoing chemo right now. He's not going to be on tonight's uh, college basketball de facto opener, the Champions Classic. At Madison Square Garden, but yeah, everything I mean, at some point runs its course. So, I, uh, by I the way, Lee like Corso, Kirby. okay, Lee Corso is two hundred and forty-seven and one twenty-nine in his legendary headgear picks. 
that's a pretty good that's a pretty good record. Well, it's straight up though. I mean, I, I remember them doing the uh, the you know remembrance show, not remembrance show, but the the one hundredth episode, the clip show. Sure. And and Herb Street, Herb Street said that he's something like fifty and and something when picking USC. Oh boy. Whenever in doubt, they say go with the truck. It was very good. <laughs> I mean, I like. I like Lee Corso. Lee Corso coached at Maryland at one point. Did he, he really? Recruited, he recruited Joe Namath to Maryland, but Joe Namath was too stupid to get in. Yeah. So he sent it. So he sent him down to Alabama. Anyway, I guess my point is, at some point the show will end, and I just don't know when that is. It's had remarkable staying power. It's pretty here's, formulaic. It's get kids out on campus early to rah rah their team. Here's a question for signs. you. Here's a question for you. What goes first, PTI or college game day? Oh, my God. PTI just goes on and on and on, but it's such easy, lucrative money for Uncle Tony and Mr. Wilbon. I mean, I mean the, day, the day that they have new host, Mina Kimes and Pablo Torre, I am so out. Oh, well, of course. I mean, talk about easy money. 22 minutes, and that show is produced by probably seven people total. Which is why I have little no, or no respect to, to TV people. <laughs> they don't put in the grind. It's not. I did a I did a four hour show by myself. Exactly. I know. I know. Okay, let's uh, get to Travis Scott. Holy shit on a stick! I, what okay. is going I, on down there? I need to know a who is Travis Scott. What's his deal? B. How do you feel about these mega festivals? where they sold 50,000 tickets and there was probably another 20,000 trying to ram the barricades to get in. Uh, well, somebody who used to be a festival whore, I love festivals. You're a festival uh, Travis guy. Scott, I, I, was just, I was a really big festival guy, but uh, Travis Scott, a new school hip-hop artist, and I'm not a fan. What's, his, what's his number one hit? The song I don't know. That's a, I know he banged a couple of the Kardashians, and but who? But what well, who black man? What is, black man what, has what, it? Yeah. What black man has it besides me? Yeah. <laughs> uh, the biggest upset. Uh, the biggest upset is who is it that's now rumored to be? Oh, Pete Davidson. Pete Davidson supposedly dating Kim from, Kardashian. From what they say, and this was from Ariana Grande, Pete Davidson is the 2000 version of uh, Milton Berle, if oh, you know what I mean. Super hung. Yeah. Yes, okay. That's, that's what they say. Super hung and knows how to wield it. All right. Travis yeah, Scott antidote is Never probably as is probably his most popular song. Three hundred and ninety million views on YouTube. Ain't nobody trouble than me. Ain't nobody trouble than Scott. Ain't nobody trouble man. I'm taking this spot. Scott. niggas is dead. Is this sort of like trap? It's. Uh, I, it's funny, I, and it's speaking of hip hop. Very quickly, I wanted. It's funny. Sorry, hold on. Go ahead. Strippers, smoking weed, fast cars. Okay. Well, a couple weeks ago, no, two weeks ago. Um, they, they've been having these things. It's been sponsored by a lot of people, and it's been called Versus. It's always been one hip-hop artist. And it's not Versus, but I'm going to do my hits, and you do your hits. And they had one two weeks ago. And if anybody said, what is hip-hop? I would say if aliens came down and they said, what is this music hip-hop? I would have made them watch. It was KRS-One versus Big Daddy Kane. And they both did their hits. And they both had remarkable breath. They, they, they didn't take breaths like these no good account artists do now. They, you didn't hear them like, you know, <gasps> none of that. It was, just, it was hip hop. Just, just lean on me. There you go. Not even as big as hit, by the way. Ten, two hours and six minutes on YouTube. I could just put this on and do some needlepoint. Listening to but, it. What do you do in a situation like this? Who is this? KRS One. That, that's Big Daddy Kane. Oh, that's Big Daddy Kane. All right, let's yeah. cut ahead to Big uh, KRS One. See what he has. Me. 
He's freestyling, by the way. Wow. So, yeah, so it, it sounds like Travis Scott is half trance, half hip hop. It's very slow, it's very or, ethereal. Or, as I like to say, all garbage. <laughs> all right, so let it be known Jay does not like stripper rap, Megan no. V. Stallion doesn't no. like Travis Scott, new age rap. You are the but classic. It, but it's sad. No, but I. But there is one Cardi B song <laughs> that I. That if it comes on, I will sing it like a fourteen-year-old girl. Yeah. So I can't always say that. I, I. I have some. I have some holes in my game when it comes to liking everything. I, I think I should compile the the short list of rap songs this white guy likes, and it's a one-hander. That you can count them on. <laughs> Starting with 50 Cent in the club. Oh, uh, moving on way. to uh, Eminem with the uh, You Got One Shot, whatever that song is. Uh, you One Shot. Lose Yourself. Lose Yourself. Yeah, Lose Yourself by Eminem. In the club by 50. I would then say I like... Uh, uh, Baby Got Back. I like it. I'm being funny. I was being funny. I I I love that song also. Hold on, I got a couple of these. What is what is the one uh, from the Houston rap group uh, at the Marriott? Yeah, love is at the M- Marriott. M- MGK? Is that who you're talking about? No, no, at the Marriott. You ever hear that one? Mm, oh, you have played that before. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, not a not a fan. Why not? Southern Southern rap. I'm a I'm a I'm a hip hop snob. I got to think, but I love Outkast. Duro music. Duro music is, is what it is at the Marriott. Nothing but, Jay, nothing but Outkast. Jay, listen. They turn their Marriott hotel room, probably that they got with points, into a strip club, man. Freaking sweet. See? See? He's... Perfect. See, that's finding a solution to your problems. Club got shut down. He turned the hotel, Jay, into the club. It sounds a lot like Little John. To the windows, to the wall. Sounds just like that. Uh, sad thing is the official Duro Music After Party video only has 566,000 views. There you go. And Duro, like- and Duro Music only has 74,000 subscribers on YouTube. Again, it wow. sounds like Little John. It sounds like a Little John ripoff. Okay, so question. Are you, afraid to, are you afraid to go to Big Palooza's these days now that this has happened? I mean, eight people fucking dead, Jay. No, because I would be in the back not rushing the stage. I can hear you fine just back here. <laughs> what if you were... So, there, apparently there was a guy running around with a needle. Yeah, that one was weird. I don't, what, it was, what was in the needle? I don't know. I and some guy up. runs up to me, he's going to get a punch in the face. Well, they're not going to rob to you. They're going to sneak behind you. They're going to dra- jab you in the leg. You'll be like, "Ow, oh, what was that sting? Yeah, that's And he's going to melt into the crowd. Maniac. Yeah. I, I have gotten hurt at outdoor. I got hit in the face with a rock. In the a face. In wow. the face at a, at a U2 show. Oh, that man. was like, what the fuck? Yeah, it, it, yeah. Did you yell out who threw that rock? <laughs> I remember yelling a lot of expletives. And my buddy goes, you got to expect that at a concert. <laughs> Fuck yourself. You got to expect that. Oh, yes. my God. He said that. Yeah, my buddy Scott. I remember him saying that, and I wanted to punch him in the face with wow. a rock. Wow. Do you, know how, uh, do you know how Dave Grohl of the Foo Fighters deals with assholes at his concerts? Here's an audio clip from a guy that was starting to fight, and he basically just stopped playing right there. No, 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 no. You don't fucking fight at my show, you asshole. Who's, the, who's that right there? Let me see him. Who's fighting right now? Who's fighting? Let me see him. There's that fucking guy in the striped shirt right there. Hey, motherfucker, look at you. Hey, look at me. Hey, in the striped shirt. Look at me right here, motherfucker. Look at me. Look at me. Get the fuck out of my show right now. Get the fuck out. Get the fuck out of my show. I mean, you, you stop the music. You ruin everyone's good time, grooving and vibing, and you point out one guy and turn the whole crowd against him. That's effective counter-warfare right there, isn't it? Wow. Dave Kroll. A little ballsy, though. Flat-out gangster. Yeah, well, he doesn't want yeah. people fighting at his shows. 
When I gamble, I always look for a way to get an edge. You do too. Well, at my bookie, they double your first deposit. Boom, there's your edge. You start with a huge leg up. Use promo code ZABE, Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo. Sign up now, and your first deposit bonus with MyBookie has you off and running. That will kickstart a winning season. This weekend, lay the points maybe with Arizona. Can they bounce back from their loss to Green Bay? How about the top offenses in the league and the Titans and the Rams going toe-to-toe Sunday night? You want to smash the over or play the other way and go under? Don't just take my word for it. Head to my bookie and sign up now using promo code ZABE to get your money doubled and start winning today. Remember, good friends don't let friends gamble alone and without an edge. So get your buddies signed up at my bookie and you can receive a 250% bonus on their first deposit. Plus, it's unlimited to redeem so all of your friends can join the party at my bookie. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with my bookie. Moms, at Vanguard, you're more than just a parent. You're the heart of the family. You're the first responder to any need. You can be the hero and the villain, sometimes on the same day. Because you know that in the end, your legacy is the values you instill in them. At Vanguard, you're more than just an investor. You're an owner. Because the future you're building is bigger than yourself. Discover the value of ownership at Vanguard.com. Fund shareholders own the funds that own Vanguard. Vanguard Marketing Corporation. Distributor. For the ones going above and beyond. For the ones reaching out, helping out, and lending a hand. For the ones people count on. You can count on Granger. Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry. Backed by 24-7 customer support and specialists to help with hard-to-find products. Because you've got everyone's back. We've got yours. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. So the Raiders have cut cornerback Damon Arnett from yes, the I, I, Ohio State I, University. I'll be honest, I had no idea who this guy was. I didn't watch day two of the NFL draft a couple years ago. He's part of a complete washout of that draft from two years ago by our friend Mike Mayock. I mean, I like Mike Mayock. I think he's a smart guy. They drafted some seriously sketchy dudes. Why do they have to cut Damon Arnett just one week after cutting Henry Please Ruggs tell a third? Us why? Well, because he didn't like someone criticizing his play on the internet. So he solved the problem by also going to the internet and threatening to find the guy and kill him with a gun that I swear to God. <laughs> Five minutes away. This gun that he's got looks like it was out of, uh, you know, Call of Duty. That was some kind of super gun. Holy shit, this gun. Look, lame-ass nigga, I swear to God, I will kill you, nigga. Pardon <laughs> the language. I love, I will kill you, nigga. You talking crazy. <laughs> talking about that shit five minutes away. So, yeah, so he pretty much threatens him, points the gun at the camera of his phone that he's walking around, and... What's amazing is that, you know, the Raiders said that, you know, we put a lot of resources into trying to help Damon, and this does not fit with our team's values. <laughs> like your values. You couldn't just say, this shit's crazy. We're not having this. This doesn't fit our values. But they said he is a young man with a good heart. <laughs> oh, is he? The, the Raiders are going to have to blow up this whole thing, aren't they? Oh. Again. Well, it's. Look at how blown up it already is. Groot I mean, gone. Rugs their like first round pick time. gone. And now this guy's gone. I mean, it's like the nineteenth time they've blown it up. By the way, what happened to your phone? Did you drop it in a sock or something? I did not. Sorry. That's is weird. that better? Not really. It was super clean a second ago and then something happened. How about now? It's a little bit better. I don't know. It, I've not done anything. Okay. I haven't moved. That's weird. Uh, just another one in the uh, oddities of cellular phone technology. So, yeah. So, that's not the way to deal with criticism. Like, y- y- you got to, like, realize people are going to criticize your play. You just can't pay attention to it. Here's the, Ra- the Raiders 2020 draft. Henry Ruggs, prison. Gone. Damon Arnett, cut. Lynn Bowden, traded. Brian <laughs> Edwards, he's starting. Tanner Muse. <laughs> Cut. John Simpson's bench. Uh, Amik Robertson bench. That sounds like a very Vinny Serrato-esque draft. So let's see. They got one guy who's starting, 
two guys who are on the bench, three guys who are cut, one guy who's going to jail, and another yeah. guy who might be going to jail given the nature of the gun he was wielding. The other thing is for a city like Las Vegas, which had that awful, horrific shooting. Uh, and I, I was supposed to be out there that weekend, too. That's right. You told me that. That was, was again, yeah, even scarier. Fest, festival whore. Of course, it was a country, Fest, music, yes. it was a country music festival. You weren't going to go to that, were you? It was going to be at the hotel I was going to be at, and I probably would have sashayed out there. To... <laughs> you would have sashayed out there to stand in the back going, I hate this country music, <laughs> yes, but I'm here. Exactly. Yes. But looks like shit. some yeah. looks like some guy's going to meet a girl on the tailgate of his pickup truck, so all right, I'm in. <laughs> there, you, there you go. <laughs> anyway, so why do these – I know why these teams draft guys who are on the margins of being sociopaths, but at some point, don't they got to realize, look, there's other guys almost as good – who aren't sociopaths. Because this guy apparently had a lot of red flags coming out of the Ohio State University. We worked with Richard Walker, who told us, you got to have some guys with some questionable backgrounds. Some penitentiary guys. Some penitentiary, yes. That was another one, yes. I suppose you do. But some teams have been better than others at avoiding them. Um, I get, well... Who, who might that be? Well, I mean, I, I should say not everybody. I, I think if you're doing a chart of the most criminal players on every NFL team in history, I think all 32 would be pretty well represented with at least a couple. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, everybody has some. Yeah. Even the New England Patriots. Yes, one Aaron I was going to say. Hernandez. The Steelers, a lot. The Ravens, a lot. Hmm. It doesn't, yeah. Nope, doesn't really go across any any certain lines. Lenny Dykstra has bought a boat, Jay. He still has money? Uh, apparently enough to buy a boat. Check it. Nail's coming at you. Uh, check I, I bought a boat. <laughs> oh, I, I bought... Uh, I, I, I fucked royalty. I, I bought my own plane. I, I, I won a World Series. I lost a World Series. I've been to the cooler. I've fucking um, uh, done everything, but I haven't bought a boat. So what? Fuck! I bought a boat. Here's a boat. Guess what? Jesus Christ! He's, he's smoking a cigarette. He doesn't look like he has any teeth anymore. He's slurring his words. But I, I will say, I- the uh, documentary, the uh, the Mets '86 documentary, he was great. He oh, was got, like the best. Oh, I got to see that. Yeah, he was. He was really great. And what? Who did that? Netflix, uh, 30 for 30. No, HBO. 30 for 30. 30 fucking for 30. Fucking asshole, make this motherfucker shine, okay? Watch this. Watch nails get fucking down and dirty here. See this? Around you. Huh? Look at this. This fucking, fucking nails. I bought a fucking boat. I don't know anything about boats. Cue the Lonely Island music. Cue the Lonely Island music. I'm on a boat. Oh, my God. Yeah. I mean... It's just amazing that this guy, like, maybe somebody was so desperate, they're like, all right, I only have one buyer for my boat. But it's Lenny Dykstra, and he put two grand down. He promises he's good for the rest. Yeah. <laughs> so Even wh- though I'll he's take it. broke before. Right. Yeah. I know he's not going to pay me, but at least I got his two grand. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Get your towels ready. It's about to go down. Everybody in the place hit the fucking deck. You like T-Pain or no? No. Fuck you. We running this. Let's go. I'm on a boat. I'm on a boat. Everybody look at me because I'm sailing on a boat. So fucking good. My boy Josh on the morning show in Milwaukee loves Lonely Island so much. They came to Summerfest a couple years ago. And he bought a ticket right away and made sure he was as close to the stage as possible. He said that the uh, the subwoofers were so loud and they were like bouncing through his body. He thinks it gave him organ damage. I mean, the Lazy Sunday, those oh. two are great. Oh, well, okay. One- uh, what's it? Let's rank your top three. Oh, good. Lonely <laughs> Island best hits. Here we go. Okay, on a on a boat is definitely one because that that um, no no I'm gonna go here. Let me. You want me to do one, two, three? While you think about this, I've got them right okay. now. Okay, go ahead. Number three, 
Dick in a Box. The Dick one in a that Box started is number one. That's true. That's number one. Uh, yes. Number two, I'm on a boat. Yes. And number one, without even a question, jizz in my pants. In my pants. Yes. <laughs> With an honorable mention to Like a Boss, which is another one of my favorites because it has a great cameo by Natalie Portman. She said it, look me dead in the face, ask cash your credit, and I jizzed in my pants. It's perfectly normal. <laughs> With a great a Jamie Lynn Sigler did- playing the checkout girl at they the did- grocery store. But they did one with Natalie Portman. Yeah, well, he did Portman, awesome. Portman, 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 Portman. Yeah. Uh, uh, what what was that called again? Portman oh Lonely I... Island. Damn, Natalie, you <laughs> Natalie, she she cursed. Oh yeah, this oh, is this is Natalie's we're rap here today with film star Natalie Portman. Now, Natalie, the last time you were here, she's so fucking hot. I don't know yeah, what yes, I said. She is. Now, yes, Natalie, she is. Yes, she is. The last time you were here, I heard things got a little out of control. Yeah, well, I was going through a really weird time then, but I've matured a lot. Why don't you fill us in on what it's like to be you? This is part two. I'm sorry, what? Yeah, Portman, 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 Portman. <laughs> That's great. My man dance, but he's not a ballerino. Yeah, he twinkled his toes, but he give me good D though. Rap a good burrito. Tide pods only fucking thing I snack on. Natalie Portman is the poster child of Lolita's. Really? Because she did two movies. It seems like you're almost exactly the same, but with current references. Untrue. I'm a mother now. It's really changed my perspective. And do you find it difficult juggling kids in a career? You can juggle these nuts. What? I don't dance. (laughs) (laughs) Thank God for Lonely Island. I mean, did you you ever see The Professional? No. Oh, it's like her first movie. She was like 12, but... There was some scene that she dressed up like kind of tardy. And you're like, I don't think she should be doing this. And wow. it was a little, yeah. She's, okay. yeah she's, the, she's the poster child for Lolita's and, and young girls. Oh, I, I see it right love, here. I still love her. Yeah, Leon, the deleted scene from The Professional. And there yes. she is uh, all dressed yes. up. 1994, uh, director's cut on that. Okay, uh, Zion Williamson is fat. Oh, my God. Wait, somebody said... He's on the north side of 300. Oh, shit, the north side. <laughs> have you have you seen him? He looks like Grady Wilson or Fred Sanford walking. He's so fat and bow-legged. He looks like he's like 75 years old. And Kenny Smith said to TMZ, he can fix his weight issue. It's not hard. Eat less. <laughs> Meanwhile, did you see what Chuck... And Shaq said about Zion as he was warming up the other night? I'm sure it was something great. Yes. <laughs> he said it looked like me and Chuck had a baby. <laughs> so that's the action that's happening tonight. Uh, not going to lie, we saw some footage of Zion Williamson that caught your guys' attention. And I'd, I'd like to see it now. So this is <laughs> Zion warming up. We don't have him. It could be another two, three weeks. But Chuck, you, you had a visceral reaction to this. It looked like me and Shaq had a baby. <laughs> that's wrong man we're not supposed to be fat shaming on this podcast i know can i can i also give us gives a not a shout out but there was somebody that came on the first team on fox whenever i called or emailed ernie johnson ernie's the best guy ever. i know you don't remember but when i found out that he was up that early taking care of his special needs son. Yep. I felt like the biggest dick ever that I was calling him, bugging him at teased to come on at seven in the morning. And yeah, after, after doing studio yep. the night before. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. I, when his son passed away, I was like that. I said, I am a dick that I bothered him that much. Yeah. So, but uh, did you see yeah. that? Did you see that before we get to FTG and wrap this up because it's been a good run so far. Lots of audio compliments to the show here. Uh, did you see the uh-huh. high school? Did you see the high school apologized for their choice of opponent after the one hundred and eight to nothing route? I, if I was that coach, I would have given them the Woody Hayes. Why did you score one hundred and eight? Because I couldn't couldn't score one hundred and nine. Fuck them. 
It's oh, not my job. My. To, it's not my job to keep this score down. It's your job. Yeah, but it I wasn't even crap. it wasn't even a fair matchup though, Jay. Don't schedule us. Well, shit. You know, don't sometimes. schedule us. <laughs> score, block, tackle. Okay, no sympathies I, there. Got I'm it. that guy. I am that guy. Yes. I will run the score up on your ass and not give two fucks about it. How about the little kid that went viral for stiff-arming other littler kids in football running for a touchdown like he was a miniature version of King Henry? I saw that. He was was not a miniature. He was maybe a cheeseburger away from King Henry. I mean, just one kid after another. Stiff arm for you. Stiff arm. Stiff arm. He had like seven stiff arms that wiped kids out trying to tackle them again learn how to tackle better wow so you're not going to say that that kid should be bumped up to a different age group or should be told you can't play because you're a little bit too big for everybody else nope stop me wow they have age you know they have age limits they have weight limits as well in youth football Zayvon, you're talking to someone who had weight limits put on him from age 8 to age 13 i was anorexic from like age eight to age okay. thirteen, I couldn't eat. Right. Had to make weight. Yeah, you, fuck you, 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 you are you are very hardcore and old yes. school. Last I one am. for you before we get to FTG. So Josh Smith, the defensive end slash linebacker for the Jaguars, said he wants the other. Does I say Josh Smith? Josh, Josh Allen. Allen. Josh Allen. Josh Allen of the Jaguars, who had the incredible hat trick against Josh Allen of the Bills, said. He would like Josh Allen's game-worn, dirt-on-it jersey for his man cave and that he didn't ask for it as the game ended, but he's going to try to get it somehow. Is that appropriate to even ask? To laugh at it, and I guess. I mean, no, the two of them the said, the two of them, apparently the two of them have you know, exchanged texts before this game, and they've been professionally cordial with each other. But I, I can imagine... The Josh Allen who got beat doesn't want to give his jersey up to a dude who hat tricked him with a sack of fumble recovery and a pick. Which that may never be done again in a game. May. You and I won't live long enough. Yeah. For yeah. sure. Yeah, okay. Yeah. All right. Well, if he wants to give it to you, I'd say that's fine, but don't bring it up again. Sensitive subject. I'm not a good guy. I'm the guy. <laughs> Fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. All right, Jay, who do we got? I got this one on Thursday night, watching Thursday night football. My God, how did I never realize Troy Aikman is the worst? Oh. How is... Oh, you're I new to this. this. You're just, I'm new to this. Well, <laughs> welcome aboard, my friend. What is it that's so bad about him? He Everything? doesn't say anything. <laughs> but he takes a long time to not say it. I, I watched the game and... Going, God, Troy sucks ass. He's terribly. He's the worst out of all the all the three. He's the worst. You obviously didn't hear. I think on this podcast, I went through my seven reasons why I can't stand his broadcasting. I broke it down all the way down the list. Not I, funny. I, not not self-effacing. He just narrates replays. He uses up almost all the clock between plays. As soon as Joe Buck's done with calling the play, here comes Troy, and he blah blah blahs until right before the next snap. All the time. I, I can't believe I I missed it this much, but Troy Aikman sucks. All right. So, fuck that guy's broadcasting. <laughs> Troy Aikman. Fuck that guy. All right. This is a prophylactic fuck that guy. Prophylactic I being a medical. I haven't, I haven't used one since I was 19. <laughs> prophylactic being a medical <laughs> term. I'm not talking about rubbers, but I'm talking about the medical term for a treatment that is meant to... Uh, prevent something in advance a prophylactic treatment right so i'm mm-hmm. ahead of the game with this treatment this is a prophylactic ftg because it's going to be a long fucking year as college basketball begins jay the mike krasuski deification tour. tour is oh. going to be so nauseating oh. i don't know how i'm going to deal with it and as good, good of a coach you. as he has been, a legend, I agree, and all that stuff, I am Terrible so person. sick of him. F him! And this whole oh. season, which is going to be sickening, may it end with an embarrassing first-round loss of the tournament! Oh. 
hats off to you for that one. That's a great one. That's a great one. Jay, I've been told by a loyal listener, Ken Beatrice actually used to say just buy now, not buh buy now. Do you believe that? that? Actually, I got the buh bye now from Siciliano used to say that to me after hanging up. And I took that. But I I combined Ken and that, so. Let me see if I can find the guy that sent us that note before we duck out here. Uh, Stike, my man Stike in D.C., he goes, Zabe, it's been bugging me now that you and Jason Ken said Ken Beatrice always said bye-bye now. He just said bye now, one bye, and yes, I am that nerd, and he includes a YouTube link to prove it. By, by the way, I'd like to say I've never said bye-bye now, though. I always go bye now. Well, maybe it was me then. So as the, Ken yeah. Beatrice would say, may he rest in peace, Jay. You're next, and bye now. <laughs> All right, that's a bye now for me. Thanks for listening. Have yourself a great Tuesday, and we will see you next time. More than one in three people will face cancer in their lifetime. Unfortunately, fear can stop you from getting your cancer screening, but it won't stop cancer. Early detection can save your life. Don't wait for symptoms to appear to act. Cancer screening is safe, effective, and accessible for everyone, including free or low-cost screening programs. Go to cancerscreeninfo.com right now for free screening resources and recommendations from the American Cancer Society. Don't wait. Early detection can save your life. Go to cancerscreeninfo.com today. Cancerscreeninfo.com. Parent, volunteer, employee. With your different roles and busy schedule, how can you find time to complete the degree you once started? Cornerstone University's programs are designed for busy adults like you. Take one course at a time, back-to-back to to move through your degree quickly. Attend through an on-campus, live stream, or 100% online format, whichever works best for you. If you're ready to go further in your goals, we're here to make it possible. Achieve without ceasing. Learn more at adults.cornerstone.edu. When I gamble, I always look for a way to get an edge. You do too. Well, at my bookie, they double your first deposit. Boom, there's your edge. You start with a huge leg up. Use promo code ZABE, Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo. Sign up now, and your first deposit bonus with MyBookie has you off and running. That will kickstart a winning season. This weekend, lay the points maybe with Arizona. Can they bounce back from their loss to Green Bay? How about the top offenses in the league and the Titans and the Rams going toe-to-toe Sunday night? You want to smash the over or play the other way and go under? Don't just take my word for it. Head to my bookie and sign up now using promo code ZABE to get your money doubled and start winning today. Remember, good friends don't let friends gamble alone and without an edge. So get your buddies signed up at my bookie and you can receive a 250% bonus on their first deposit. Plus, it's unlimited to redeem, so all of your friends can join the party at my bookie. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with my bookie.